on Light Me right now is the fastest man in Ridge Manor. It's Nick Dorr. What's up, dude? What's going on, dude? How's it going? It's going good. That's uh, it's your claim to fame, huh? I guess so, yeah. Ridge Manor is a pretty big town, man. That's not an easy feat. That's the hotbed of Florida motocross riders. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, the reason I, had, I wanted to have you on, um, you're a member of the Suncoast Trailblazers, and this weekend is the 43rd annual Orange State Enduro, or better known as the Crew Enduro. Um, how are things looking for Sunday? Everything looks good, man. Uh, we got lucky this year. We didn't really have any storms come through. That's usually our biggest uh, issue out there is down trees and stuff. Um, trail looks good. We've got a couple new sections in. Uh, actually, biggest change this year, the motocross track has gotten pruned. Actually, in the motorcycle part, we're going to start the race for the first half on the motocross track, which is uh, something we've never done before. Uh, big shout-out to all the forestry guys out there in the, in the state park. They, uh, they helped us get all that done. Uh, tracks prep, man. It looks it looks good. It's gonna be a fun race for sure. And uh, so this is the 43rd annual. How many of these have you um, personally helped uh, lay out trail for? Man, I've probably been probably about 20 years now, man. Since we moved down here from Jersey with pops, we've been uh, we've been in the club since '99, and uh, we've been involved with with everyone since. I took a break, maybe like. Six years ago, I don't know if anybody remembers it, but it was the, the one time we got a bunch of rain the week before. It was like a high of 70 that day. It was perfect conditions. That's the only time I've ever raced it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we've been we've been putting this guy on for a long time, man. So pretty much your whole life is what you're getting at. But yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. I know that. I know those woods pretty well. Yeah. Um, so people think Kroom. Obviously, they think all the different trails they have out there, the sugar sand whoops and all that. But the... I think a lot of people don't, don't realize the Enduro is actually not in the OHV park. I know it starts on the motocross track this year, but 98% of the trail is actually on the other side of the fence. Yeah, actually, literally 98% of the trail this year before, it was, it was 100% mm -hmm. of the trail, is, is all outside the motocross, not the motocross track, the, uh, the motorcycle park. Um, and a lot of people get confused, too. They think of Kroom, and they think just – kind of bombed out quad trail and, and big roots everywhere. And that is not the case, man. Out in the forest, there's a, there's a lot of old phosphate mines and, and stuff like that. It, it looks like it's natural hills out there, but it's old phosphate mines. So you get a lot of elevation. Um, you know, we've got, we don't have free range out there because we share the forest with hikers and mountain bikers and all the, the horse people and all that stuff. So we're able to, to get off some of the old trail every year but we put a lot of effort in behind the scenes after the race with rehab you know we'll go out there with skid steers and a lot of guys on shovels and rakes just to, to make the trail that we're allowed to use out there you know as good as we can so yeah you're looking at maybe half a mile mm -hmm. of this race that goes actually through the motorcycle park so uh it's Kroom type terrain, but it's not the the bombed out trail that you'd expect if you're just going to ride Kroom for for a Sunday, you know. Yeah, when you when you watch videos and stuff of the enduro, or even just the, like the mountain bike section of Kroom, I don't know if it's because there's not as many like whoops, but it seems to be even you know a little more hard packed. You talk about the old phosphate mine stuff; the ground seems to be a bit firmer, maybe a little easier on you. Yeah, you get uh like in the south half. So last year, if anybody that read it last year, uh. 
the first half we did was a north half. We're running the same direction this year, but we're going to run the south half first. And uh, those old phosphate mines have like a, a harder lime rock with a sandy base on top. So it's soft, but you've still got that hard pack. It's not just sugar sand the whole time. It's it's different, man. Even just outside the fence, it's it's crazy how much it changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know in the past, obviously, I'm sure the mountain bikers don't like you guys being out there. You guys had some issues no. <laughs> um, with them in the past. What what kind of stuff goes on? Yeah, we, we've had a lot of issues. Uh, pretty much all of the acreage out there has trails on it. So, you know, the mountain bikers have a lot of stuff out there. And uh, what our biggest issue is that we would error our trail. And, you know, we put as many wrong ways or living up as we can to keep you from getting confused. But people would jump off of the, the dirt bike trail and jump on the mountain bike trails. And they don't mm-hmm. like that at all but uh this year we were actually able to rally enough of them up and have them come out with us to show us hey this is where your trail crosses our mountain bike trail here and here and here so we worked alongside of those guys to get proper arrowing and and trail blocks up to keep us on our stuff and also theirs which helps our guys out too because i know we had a couple guys get lost last year we're trying to prevent that as, as much as possible so having those the mountain bikers finally get on our side to help us out out there has been huge this year. Yeah, it's honestly, it's a win-win um, for them and for you guys. Like, for you, no one gets lost and hops on the mountain bike trail. And for them, no one goes out on their trail on a dirt bike and, you know, tears it up too much. So, you know, I, I'm surprised it took this long for them to cooperate. Yeah, I feel the same way. And uh, everybody kind of getting together and, and working together out there has given us a lot of opportunities with uh, – with forestry as well, letting us use the motocross track for the race and really helping us out with organizing that little section of crew we need mm-hmm. to use to get from the track to the woods. And we're hoping we can eventually kind of open up this door that we kind of cracked open and really do some cool stuff out in Korea in the next couple of years. But uh, it's definitely a solid trail this year. And there are some whoops. Don't think that I'm saying mm-hmm. it's, it's all pristine. It's Florida, man. There's sand and, and there's going to be whoops. But it's good trail, man. We put a lot of effort into it out there. And we're hoping everybody enjoys it this year. So you've been doing this for a long time, like you said. What's the process like? When do you guys first start going out there, um, and how do you like map out the trail? So again, with forestry, uh, they kind of they give us a general direction and area on where they want us to go. So the first weekend we go out there really is just kind of scouting everything out, checking for down trees, making sure that you know we're, we're flowing properly in between all the trails and uh, really just scouting everything out. Uh, then we kind of get into clearing trail, get the face flappers out of the way, any of the big stuff. It's a little difficult out there because they don't let quads or ATVs out there. So we're trying oh, yeah. to do everything off of bikes. So we're, I mean, we're hauling chainsaws and all kinds of crap just off the, off the dirt bikes. So it's, it's a challenge, but, you know, about three, four weekends with a big enough crowd, we can get a majority of the trail cleaned. And our last two weeks are usually final touches and, and arrows. I know Saturday we've got a little bit of arrowing to touch up, but that's pretty much it, man. It's, it's a lot of a lot of cutting and a lot of a lot of dragging stuff around. We don't really have the. It's not a hair scramble mm-hmm. or a typical enduro property, so we don't have the luxury of getting trucks right next to a big tree that's down. We gotta we gotta get a little creative sometimes. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, um, you know, trying to just haul everything uh, on a dirt bike. Cause like, like you said, most hair scramble clubs, for sure, like, 
have you know side by sides, quads. Hell, we have a tractor at Palm Beach Track and Trail. We where we mowed through our trail, you know. So it's, that definitely has to yeah, make it difficult. Yeah. And it's a it's a fifty mile or so loop. You know, it's not a ten mile loop. So that's five exactly, times exactly, exactly. So yeah, and uh, you know, there's there's enough forest roads out there. Anybody who's done any dual sporting or anything like that out in the state forest, you can get kind of close. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I mean, we had a we had a tree down. And in my section this year, actually, where we had to we had to lug a chainsaw through single track for uh, maybe like two miles, and then it's challenging, but uh, it's worth it, man. We got some really good trail out there this year. So, let's pretend like I've never done enduro. I have no idea how they work. I'm sure some listeners have never done one either. What is the, like? Mm-hmm. What are the main differences between a hair scramble like the one we had this past weekend and an enduro? So the biggest thing to me for a hair scramble. Hair scrambles are a little more intense. I mean, you're, you're starting with, depending on what class you're on, anywhere from 10 to, I mean, sportsmen had like 40-something guys at Bartow last weekend. So the intensity right off the bat is, is huge. And then you're going full bore for an hour and a half to two hours. No breaks, no stops. And uh, the trail tends to be pretty, pretty beat up. Uh, but in Enduro, you've got five guys on a row. You're on your bike, it's running, and five guys go between your minute so it puts it at a little more relaxed pace right off the start and uh you're doing anything from you know to a, a seven eight to ten mile section you come into a check you know they write your time on your cards and then you go into a reset so you get about a 15 to 20 minute break average and uh, you kind of get to collect yourself a little bit and then they restart you again in the same format so and the trail's a lot nicer too in my opinion mm-hmm. you're riding you know bike only single track so you're riding better trail, and it's a it's a lot le- it's a lot less intense, but you're still racing. So for the guys that don't really like the intensity that the hair scrambles bring, this is probably a good alternative for those guys because you're still racing, but you're not that 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 intensity isn't there. It's, that's the biggest difference for me, at least. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, another thing that I like, you know, the intensity's not there. Like you said, you start with five guys on your row. You don't even start with guys mm-hmm. that are in your class, you know, like uh, I raced LBJ a couple weeks ago and me and my dad were on on the line together, you know, so you get to kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's another thing cool, man. Parrot. That's cool too. You can, you can sign up with a couple guys that aren't even remotely close in, in speed or age or any kind of the same class and you can all ride with those guys together. Pretty much every Enduro that I've done in the past couple of years, I've been able to start on the same row with my dad, which is cool, man. It's, it's a different experience. Yeah, and it's... It's cool, like, um, so me and Shelby both raced A-Open at LBJ, and I think he was two rows behind me. So, like, every time we'd come to reset, it was just, you know, we were talking smack to each other the whole time, comparing times, and it's, like... Everybody's staring at each other's fender, man. (laughs) How fast were you? How fast were you? You know how much faster you got to try to go the next one. It's it's cool, man. Exactly. That's that's what I really like about it, and um, it's it's just a completely uh, different kind of event, um... A lot, lot more riding, I feel. It maybe just feels like it because you're just out there a lot longer um, mm-hmm. and definitely more relaxed. The arm pump is nowhere near as bad as uh, when Uncle Bill yells 10 seconds and you got to go full blast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Another thing, too, I just want to throw out there. Um, so we do have two totally separate loops. It's not like the same loop twice, the north and the south loop. So I know our sea rider cut off. Um, our legend class, and I know there might be a couple more packed in that group too. I don't want to, I don't want to guess, but 
those guys are only racing the first half. So you're going to ride the south half. When you come back to the trucks, your race is done. But if you want to go out and ride the north half, you won't get time for your race with it, but you're more than welcome to go out and ride it if you want. Okay. So a lot of the a lot of the C guys don't get the breaks that, that they deserve. You know, these A guys are getting, mm-hmm. you know, five, ten minutes. You can't expect a, a C guy or a beginner to get that same amount of time. So we're trying to make everybody comfortable. Everybody gets the same amount of breaks. So yeah, C rider cutoff is the halfway point this year. Okay. That's that's awesome. That's cool that too, like like you said, you can if you still wanna you know, you're having a good time, you still wanna go out there and, and ride, you can. You know, we're not for you're not forcing them to, to be done only half of, doing only half of it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I know, like, this was a long time ago, I feel like now probably, but they used to have, like, to you had, like, the computers, you know, like, the timekeeping um, for Enduros, but now it's go as fast as you can. Um, talk about the differences with that and, and if that's, like, kind of made hair scramble guys come over and want to try Enduros more. Yeah, so back in the day, even before my time, really, since I've started doing Enduros, you know, six or seven years ago, the timekeeping used to be like doing homework, man. You had a whole route sheet and basically a laptop strapped to your handlebars, and you had to make sure you weren't early or late or all this other stuff. And, you know, if you burned a check, which means if you're early, you're looking at a, at a two-point penalty, and then every minute you're late is a point. And they had secret. The biggest thing, too, you didn't know where the checks were. Mm-hmm. So you could be – and, you know, you got to look at your speed average, too. So let's say the speed average is 20 mile an hour. And you were on a Jeep road, and the, and the test or the check was like five miles in. You could be a C guy, and you could burn that check by five minutes, and there's ten, you know, ten points. So now, basically, what they did is it's a timed event, but you can be as early as you want and not lose any points. So it it makes it a lot simpler. You don't you know where the checks are. You know how long you're going to ride. That makes fueling easier, hydration. A lot of the guys in the nutrition kind of stuff they can time all that out and um yeah that's that's the biggest thing is you, you just go you, you don't have to worry about time it's now it's whoever the fastest guy is is going to get the fastest time so you're getting more of the the hair scramble vibe where the fastest guy wins when back in the day it was the guy basically the guy who knew the most about how the system worked and who had the best strategy was going to win so it's a different game but you know with, with all the different classes we have in ftr you're not to a disadvantage if you're mm-hmm. riding the right class you're racing guys at your speed so it makes it easier on the mind a little bit and you can enjoy riding more which is really what it's all about yeah i think it, it just makes it easier for people to understand it too like i feel like maybe people in the past might have got confused about the whole like timekeeping thing or now like you just said just go out and go as fast as you can and that's the score you're going to get it's a lot easier to understand i feel like exactly and uh, a lot of the guys that are in suncoast are old school enduro guys that have adapted to this new scoring system so they can you know i don't know a whole lot about it but you get one of the old timers mm-hmm. in the club and they'll they'll talk all about it man but even if you still the current route sheets they're a little tricky to understand but any one of us hanging out at sign up or at the start we'll run you through the whole thing and it's really there's not much to it now you can see exactly how far you're going to go before you get a break and, and all that stuff so they simplified it and made it a lot more fun mm-hmm. in my opinion where do you feel that, like, the state of Enduros, let's say just in the southeast or Florida, um, over the mm-hmm. last couple of years, have you seen it a decline in entries, an incline? Uh, what have you seen? We've, a couple years ago, it almost felt like the Enduros were dying. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
it was because it was like a, an elitist group of guys that wanted to go out there and torture themselves and ride nonstop to 60 miles on bombed out trail. And some of us think that's fun. Some of us don't. Um, recently, the clubs have been putting a lot of effort into making it fun for that same guy that wants to go out there for the physical challenge and the guy that wants to go enjoy some, some nice trails. So you can go out there. Now, with, you know, we're coming a long way with our trails, too. We changed up our scoring system a little bit. We've got a sea rider cut off. So I think Enduros are making a comeback. A lot of people are getting pumped about them. Uh, there's, I know there's been some talk uh, from some of the, the higher-uppers in FTR that we're going to maybe try to do a sprint Enduro series, try to implement that. So, I mean, for us to even be talking about any kind of change like that, the Enduros guys are making a big comeback, man. Yeah. I I feel like I've noticed it. I've done a couple, couple of the last couple of years, and I had never done them before. But even just looking at, mm-hmm. like, the row assignment stuff, I noticed a lot more, like, diehard hair scramble guys coming over and trying Enduros and – it seems like it's starting to grow. I think the one thing that hurts Enduros the most is just like the – with hair scrambles, you have the camping aspect. You know, you get there Friday night, hang yeah. out, drink beer mm-hmm. with your buddies all weekend. You know, you race on Saturday morning or Sunday morning, then you, you hang out the rest of the weekend. Where Enduros, you show up at 8 o'clock. Um, not, like it's one loop, so you don't see them coming around and around. But yeah. like, like you said, the making the trails a bit better, the sea rider cut off, just making it you know more user-friendly I think has helped as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the biggest one that's going to kill the massive crowds that we get at the hair scrambles. Is hair scrambles are definitely more spectator friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what we're trying to do is implement that spectator part by letting them run the motocross track. Yeah. So now you've got your rider running the motocross track. You're not watching. Now, you know, I'm not comparing it to a hair scramble, but you now you can bring the family. They can watch you ride the track and. Mm-hmm. You're going to ride that section in the actual motorcycle park where if they wanted to, they could stand at the track or they can stand in the park over where you're going to be coming through there. And You've got a little bit more spectator-friendly kind of stuff going on, but it is still a Sunday. and It's, it's never going to be the same atmosphere as a hair scramble, but uh, you know, we're, we're doing as much as we can to, to kind of grow it in that aspect because we want it to be a family thing. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. we're we're doing all we can, and with with some more changes coming and, and more people getting on board. I know you weren't into our guy until recently, mm-hmm. so it's it's cool to see everybody getting into it, man. Yeah. And, uh, this this new scoring system, where pretty much a guy who's never really ridden any kind of race before, doesn't know much about FTR, can show up and still figure out how this race is run. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a you know a, a fifteen year FTR guy that needs to know everything about it to come do it. You can show up. You know, right from the dealership, buying a bike and, and do one of these, which is which is a big change, and it's going to get a lot more people excited about them. Yeah, and as we record this uh, Thursday at lunchtime, there still are some spots open um, on the entry, so people can still sign up now. Yeah, for sure, and there's there's no bad roads with this Enduro, man. Being towards the back's got its perks, and being towards mm-hmm. the front's got its perks. You're going to be, uh, you know, the guys in the front row are going to get fresh trail, and you know, it's, it's not exactly beat in yet because we haven't really – they haven't been spending laps on it. So it's it's fresh, man. Yeah. So you might have a, a couple face lappers or it's not burned in, but the guys towards the back are going to have a pretty burned-in trail so you can carry carry a little more speed, in my opinion, when it's burned in and you can look ahead mm-hmm. and see where everything's going. So don't be scared to be on one of the back roads of the crew. It's a, it's a good time for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about the first hair scramble uh, just briefly here. 
CFTR Bartow, Florida place was packed. Uh, how'd you do on Saturday, Nick? Jam packed. Uh, yeah, I was pre-modern on Saturday on the old clunkster. Uh, it's, it is so amazing how much fun those old bikes mm-hmm. are. It's unbelievable. You, I can ride, you know, my 17 spec to the T KTM. I'm almost having more fun on the old Kawasaki trail bike than I am on that bike. Yeah. So I got second, man. The competition stacked in Fremont B. And uh, my fitness probably has 98% to do with that. But it's all about fun, man. It's all about. Hey, I have, me and my dad have this saying, fun is fast. So as long as you're out there having fun, you're probably going to go pretty fast. Exactly. I agree. The guys that are killing themselves on the bicycle and all this other stuff to go out there and win, they can't be having as much fun as we are, dude. Not even close. No way, dude. Uh, what'd you think of the track? Track was awesome, man. They always put in a lot of effort there. Uh, they did everything they possibly could with that piece of property, which, mm-hmm. you know, me is, is putting on as many races as we have. To be able to look at a piece of property and change it up a little bit more every year is impressive, and it just shows how much those guys care about putting on a quality event, which is which is awesome. Yeah, it uh, it was definitely rough and challenging. It was rough and challenging on Saturday, um, but Sunday was really rough. But I, I I like think the weather was probably the most of that. When it's so dry like that, it's it's hard for it not to get all chopped up and whooped out. So nothing the club could do yeah, about the weather. Sure. But I I thought the layout was great. Um, and like you said, it's so hard every year to change some stuff up. Because you you are limited on properties. I think a lot of people don't realize. Like sometimes the landowner doesn't yeah. want you in a certain section. Uh, you know, it's, for sure, it's not all go wherever you want. So uh, definitely commend mm-hmm. the club on that. And uh, for sure, and yeah, and if you're not in the club and and you've never at least lended a hand on trying to set one of these races up, I highly recommend it because it gives you a whole new aspect of, on what it really takes to put these races on. Mm-hmm. It's not uh you know it doesn't take a week to set these things up. We're out there. You know, a month, two months before running equipment and trying to trying yeah. to give you guys the best show you possibly can. And then even all the stuff that goes on during the during the weekend too is almost just as hard. Oh yeah, trying to get I mean stuff man, especially with Enduro, we've got I think eight six or eight checks and we've gotta have a check crew at each check and we gotta have people doing road crossings and uh actually the forestry out there in the Wikipedia State Forest, they just paved the whole bicycle trail. And uh, we cross that bicycle trail a lot of times. Mm-hmm. They don't want us running our bikes across a brand new asphalt, so we had to go get rubber barn mats and drag those out Jeez. there and lay them across. And that stuff you don't think about while you're racing, man. But somebody had to get that out there, mm-hmm. and it's not like we can just leave it out there when we don't when we're done. So it's a lot of work, and I think uh, people that aren't involved with the club should definitely go try it out or lend a hand with your local club for. A weekend or two for uh, for whatever race is close to you, and it really puts it puts it in perspective on how much work these things really are. Well, uh, where where can I find you this weekend, Nick? Where are you gonna be stationed at? I will be in the second half. Uh, the first check in on the second half. You're gonna ride a nice uh, a nice tight, flowy section. I know a lot of guys remembered it last year. Uh, we had some frowns, but we also had some big smiles, man. It's a tough section, but totally worth it it's mm-hmm. super flowy tight single track it's awesome stuff well awesome man uh thank you again for doing this interview with me and uh, i'm looking forward to racing on sunday yeah for sure hope to see you out there man Thanks. out front oh yeah i'll try my best <laughs> cool Later. man see ya see ya